the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Big Ten 70 is everywhere. On TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And in Houston, on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we're talking savings investments in, in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, our show is about building up wealth and under, understanding the world today. Uh, yeah, understanding retirement, understanding what you need to do, understanding what's happening. Yeah, things are changing at a rapid rate. Uh, really, it's truly extraordinary. Uh, and uh, the... Uh, uh, the uh, I, I think in the last three years or so, I, I think we've seen more changes than we've seen in in, in, in decades, and, 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 and it's it's continued to accelerate. Uh, we're here to uh, bring that to you to try to understand, help you understand where the world is going. It's a completely different world. It's a completely different world for investing, and. Uh, and, and we're here to talk about that. Most people, they don't understand that. Wall Street doesn't understand that. Most people are still investing in the last 20 or 30 years, not in the future. And, and that's going to hurt people long term. Our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. So let me talk about that. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, we've got an exciting show coming up today. Some real interesting things. We're going to be talking about some uh, some uh, issues with the market. We're going to be talking about where things are going going forward. Uh, we're going to talk, talk about uh, you know, what, 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 one of the top five places to visit in the state of Texas that most of y'all, have, I'm sure, have never been to. Uh, we're going to talk about that and talk about some of the changes that are coming from that. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, first we want to just touch base on uh, – I really, uh, it was just another, uh, yeah, another uh, kind of volatile week in the market. And as we as we talked about, most people are are in the in the in the indexing world, and they're investing their 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 assets, and they, you know they're just the indexing, and the markets always go up, and it's it's nothing to worry about. And, and look, I mean, if if you sit and look at it, uh, the the uh, inflation rate. Peak back in back in the nineteen early nineteen eighties. In the if you look at it, the the, the Fed funds, which is just a short term 
uh, uh, short-term, let me see here, there is Fred. It's a short-term uh, interest rate that the banks can put money with, with, with the Fed, and it's kind of a benchmark and gives us an idea. Look, the, the, the Fed funds peaked back in, in August of 1981 at 17%. And, and then it went down. Uh, it, it, interest rates went down. They went down all the way down and stayed down up until 2014. No, that, that's 35 years. So we've had 35 years of declining interest rates, 35 years of, of declining inflation. And remember, remember, look, uh, well, you remember about a year and a half ago, remember, remember this little line, you know, the central banks around the world, they might never again get interest, get inflation above two percent. It, it might never happen. We, and and if, you, if you knew anything about world history, anything about economics whatsoever, you knew that was a completely absurd statement. And one of the things we're seeing more and more of just stupid people that 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 basically are looking at the world through the la- through the last ten or fifteen years and think that's all that's 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 the only thing that's happened. And that's all these people study and it's like, oh, over the last fifteen years this is what happened. And they don't understand history. They don't understand rhythm. They don't understand cycles. They don't understand anything. They don't they don't they never they don't understand money. Money is not like is not like oil or oil or gas or or or, or, or you know uh, Things at the store, or it, it's you know, it, it, it's it's very different, and people react differently to it. And they don't understand this, and so so there's an enormous amount of just misinformation and incompetence in the media, and and, and so you have to understand it's a different world. And we just said inflation's been going down for 35 years, interest rates have been going down for 30. That's come to an end. Uh, you know, it, it, it basically bottomed when they when they when the, when the Democratic Party trotted out this new idea that you could infinitely spend money because you had controlled the world's currency, and uh, if you controlled the world's currency, you controlled your currency specifically. You would never you you could spend as much money as you want. And you could just print more money, and if inflation came up, you could tax people more. Well. That, yeah, but that marked, you know, that probably marked the end. That that, that basically marked the end of the dollar's uh, premier uh, uh, ascendancy in the world as a reserve currency. Because the minute the minute people heard, started hearing that around the world, they're like, "Ooh, we have to get out of the dollar. These people are crazy." And if and one of the things that we've been talking about this show for a little while, uh, a little while on this. Uh, Actually, for a number of months now, one thing I think people don't understand, they tend to look at the United States as American. People are all ginned up in the United States about, I mean, honestly, I never thought we would hear the stories we're hearing about runaway crime, complete collapse of the border, uh, 50, 70,000 additional people a year dying of fentanyl uh, because it's coming across the border because the border's wide open. You know, I was talking to some Border Patrol agents the other day. I mean, I really felt sorry for them. You know, I told they, they were doing a good job, but Joe Biden wants these people coming across the border, and if he's got to take 50, 75,000 people, dead people a year to get the borders open, he's willing to pay the price, just like Vladimir Putin's willing to pay the price of, you know, 50, 75,000 people a year dying in, in, in the Russia war for Ukraine. They're, they're both fighting a war to keep a border open. But but those borders, but, but, but what's happened is, you know, I've kind of lost my train of thought on that a little bit, but what's happened is that the, that the, these, that, 
that these things are changing the world. And so the people, the rest of the world looks at this and goes, wow, what is going on in the United States? I have all my money over there, or I have part of my money because it's always, you know, like my bailout. If it, if it all goes badly in my country, there's a coup or or whatever, or I, you know, the party gets out of power and they start going after all the the, the people in the other party that you know that that weren't in power. Now uh, I have to leave and I want to go to a safe place, and so I have a house, I have you know property in the United States, I have stocks or, or uh, bank accounts in the United States, so I know I'll always be safe there. Where they're looking at this and going, well, wait a minute, what do you mean? You can print money forever, and there's no consequences. And what do you mean that if you don't need to punish criminals if they get caught shoplifting? They have to just give back the, you know, the power tool they stole from Home Depot and just walk out the door with no consequences. What do you mean there there should be no borders? What type of country doesn't care about seventy one thousand people dying of fentanyl and other drug overdoses because your borders? Are, I mean, that's not normal. There's something wrong. Should I be making plans? Uh-oh, there's an election coming up. A lot of people think that, that the U.S. could break up after the election. Uh, you know, now, we're not saying that's going to happen. Let me be really clear. But people are thinking, hey, I better start hedging my bets. I better start spreading my risk. Oh, what do you mean? Wait wait a minute. The United States is running $2, billion, $2 trillion a year budget deficits as far as the eye can see. Uh uh oh, this is not looking good. Something's going wrong in the United States. I've got to hedge out. I've got to protect myself. And so this is what we're doing. So, so this is a different world. This is not a world of no inflation, declining interest rates, money, money in in, in uh, the Vanguard index funds, and just let them ride. It's a different world. It's a more volatile world. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were talking on the show about about the about the countries. That, that buy, you know, that, that, are, that are now shifting over and going to China. Honestly, the list is now getting so long that it's like I'm having trouble coming up with a list of people that aren't basically knocking on China's door trying to get involved in the Chinese, it, it, with the Chinese yuan or trying to, trying to sit there and, and, and get one foot in the China door as well as the U.S. in case the U.S. comes apart. It, it, it's becoming a complete stampede. I noticed uh, one of the, the big hedge funds, uh, Ray Dalio's, opened a family office in Dubai to look up investments. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you what that's about. I'm going to put a bunch of my money to, quote, look for investments in the Arab area. No, that's just, I want to get some of my money out of the United States in case this all comes apart and I've got to flee. Okay, that is a problem. And it's not, and I could go through a number of other people I'm hearing talking to the Arabs. They All of a sudden they have peace. The, the Chinese went and got peace with between Iran and Saudi Arabia. They're working on peace talk. Well, once you do that, the whole Middle East region stabilizes and it becomes a better place than the, than the United States. United States, because if people have to spread their risk, wealthy people have to spread their risk, companies have to spread their risk, and the U.S. is looking like a bad risk. Do you realize that the that the uh, credit default uh, sw- uh, costs are at record highs in the United States, higher than they were in 2008 and nine? Uh, I mean, they're they're not super high. Don't get, they, they, but they but they're going up again. There's warning signs of problems in the United States, so you have to learn. To invest that way, you have to understand it is a completely different world. You know, it, uh, back in you know, the last 15 years, no inflation, no interest. I'm looking at the Fed funds, zero Fed funds, free money, money for everybody, no matter what. Uh, 
Anybody can move factories out of the United States. We're, de- we're deindustrializing the United States. Uh, you know, we can spend as much money as we want. I mean, all, uh, all of these things are coming home to roost. In that chain, the, the, the last 30 years of investments is going by the wayside and there's a new regime. That new regime is going to be much more value-oriented. It's going to be much more commodity-based. It's not going to be dollar-centric. It's going to, you're going to have to be able to move with interest rates and understand which way interest rates go on because the long-term trend is not to zero anymore. Zero interest rates, we actually had, you know, Europe, Europeans had negative interest rates. So if you go back through the 5,000 years of, of economic history we have, and some of it probably going back to, I would say, 2,500 years is actually pretty good. Okay, there was no such thing as negative interest rates. I mean, that didn't have, well, uh, to truthfully, it's not good records. If the city was about to fall and was going to be burned to the ground or something, yeah, there might have been negative interest rates or something, you know, in some special case. But 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 they, they put these in place like this was something that was going to work. Now, the, 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 the central banks that bought all these negative interest rates are, uh, came in at, uh, I just had some beeps in my mic, uh, they have massive losses on their bonds because rates have gone up over there. But there's 2 to $3 trillion worth of probably losses in bond portfolios in insurance companies, banks, small banks, regional banks, those things in the United States. So all of these things are coming home to roost. Some things are doing well. Precious metals are doing well. Oh, but the oil and gas has done really well over the last two or three years. I mean, there, there, there's different areas. You know, stable demand type of situations, if you can get a good value, they're probably going to be good in, in here. Short-term bonds. You, we, we talked about you can get, you know, four and a half, five percent on, on treasuries. That's not a bad place to be on, on, on the low-risk asset. But we've got, we have some big things coming up. We, we've got the debt ceiling coming up. That's going to be a big battle. And we're going to talk about some real interesting things happening in the Treasury market because of that. We had the war with Russia. What We have been right over the last year, over a year and a half now in the market, almost a year, like year, and, three, year and a quarter or so, whatever, on the market we've been Spot on, as good as anybody out there. The reason is, and the reason why I've been talking about the show is we've been right, is because we've been looking to understand these, and we also understood that we are in a wartime economy with Russia, with 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 this battle with Russia. We were at war, proxy war with Russia, and when we understand that, and, and this is where a lot of people, you know, uh, I, three uh, almost a year ago, people were saying the U.S. was going to recession. Jamie Dimon was saying, I don't know if it's going to be a hurricane or what. All the, all the CEOs are running around saying we're going to have a recession by December of, of 2022. It didn't happen. We said, no, no, no. We're not expecting much. This is a wartime economy. We're buying munitions. We're buying all types of equipment. There's huge orders. We're trying to move our semiconductor plants back to the U.S. We're building them in Taylor, Texas, and Phoenix, and in, uh, in uh, what was it, Columbus, Ohio, in New York. All over the country, we're building semiconductor plants, we're moving key manufacturing back to the U.S. In that type of war, when we're moving toward war footing, war footing with Russia, and we're moving toward war footing in China, that, 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 that's not when you have a big recession. And so people don't understand. They were unwilling, you know, they didn't, you couldn't say war. <clears throat> So they weren't looking at the right policies, and they misunderstood what was happening. So we're going to be right back after this quick break on the Max Out Saving Show.
last night running from the guitar store. It took a left down the alley, cause you should have gone right now. You ain't taking nothing no more, no more. Everybody knows it's a hard time living with a hate and a greed. Most folks earn what they give for a living, others just steal what they need. Time on the corner, already talking out and wanna cut that tape. Just working for a dollar All I want to do is stop in a hole The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070 Ted Gioka will return after these messages Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the BG stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, we're just talking. We're talking about you know we we, we how how we were able to really uh, work and and. and do quite well for our clients uh, last year, uh, really spectacularly well, I think, it, uh, given the situation. Uh, the, uh, by, by understanding the, what the world today, understanding it's a different world, understanding we're more a wartime economy, more inflationary, and, and so certain things are going to do well and certain work, we're going to be in higher interest rates, going to be shorter-term bonds, and we understood all this stuff. And a lot of, a lot of, particularly the big, the big uh, Wall Street firms, they will not mention the war 
because it's not politically correct. You have to be able, in this world today, in order to make money, you have to be able to look at the world, understand it, how it is and what it is, and not let let political biases get in the way. And it, it, it's almost remarkable uh, that, that, that that's the case. Now, look, is the economy going to slow down some of this? I think we could see some slowdown because this banking crisis in the mid-level banks is pretty serious because it's going to cause a credit crunch because the bank, those banks are all going to cut back on, on and tighten their credit standards to some extent because they're under so much pressure. And the small banks do about 50, 60 percent of the consumer lending uh, out there, uh, uh, mortgage lending, about 50% of the mortgage, uh, you know, between 70 and 80%, depending on who you, numbers you're looking at, of the commercial real estate lending. So it's going to slow things down. Not right away, but it's going to happen. And remember, lending standards, if you tighten lending standards, the economy doesn't fall off right away because typically you got your bank lending, you know, two or three months before you start your construction uh, and, and get things going. And, and, and so it, it takes a little while to go through the system, but it is going to slow down the economy to some extent. And that's that's what we're watching very closely in here. At the same time, we're dealing with the wartime thing. So we'll, we'll talk about that. I, 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 you know, there's a lot of things to be, you know, it, it's really extraordinary. Uh, there's a lot of things to be negative out there. I think we're finally getting to some real pushback uh, here. Uh, people are understanding who the, who the, who is doing this? You know, the Democratic Party has basically become, you know, a, uh, it almost almost a, a quasi communist organization. George Soros, uh, uh, the 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 global economic form, Klaus Schwab. These people were understanding that's who we have to fight, and we're we're getting to them. And, and so, yeah, I mean, they, they want to reorder the country, but but one of the interesting things is is you know it sometimes but that, but. You have to understand that, look, this is the United States of America. We have the most innovative people in the world. You never want to bet against the American people. Now, it's, I tell you, you can take bets against Joe Biden because he's going down. Yeah, and you know, hopefully he won't drag us down with him. But, but understand that, that the United States is a phenomenal place. We are the leader in the world in so many things. And, uh, this weekend, I tell you what, I, you know, I, I I had a phone call. Uh, I guess it was a Tuesday night, and 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 from my brother-in-law, he's like, "Hey Ted, hey, I'm going down to see the the launch of the Starship uh, the, with the heavy lift rocket. Uh, they, they're launching Thursday morning. Do you want to go? You know?" And I'm like, "And so." It, it, it is by some miracle we we actually had uh, 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 a, an appointment that day, but uh, but but we we the client wanted to switch it to another date, and so so we did that. Uh, uh, Crystal, are we still there? Or? Crystal, you there? Tell you what, here, give me just a minute. Stay on the line. I'm going to go re reboot this line and i've got i really want you to hear some fascinating things coming up here uh, about what we found down there we'll be right back crystal okay i'm assuming we're, we're back on the air uh and i'm not sure what happened there but uh so so we went so went down there i said okay i'll go down there so we we uh, we, we left uh late wednesday to go down there and if you don't have a chance i think going to see the, the SpaceX operations down in Boca Chica, which is right right by Padre Island, uh, South Padre, South Padre, uh, it, it, it is what was 
you have is probably one of the top five destinations in Houston. Uh, I, I mean, in the state of Texas, seeing a Tesla heavy launch, uh, you know, the Starship launch, is what you almost have is one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. Bar none. You know, you could drive. We went the night before we got there and drove in into the into the beach in Boca Chica. We got to get out and look at the look at the rocket. And, and you know, they were fueling the the the. I was actually on tw- on Twitter and I said, you know, where's this nitrogen going? We were following the. I think it was nitrogen or oxygen truck coming in. It was Mark Nitrogen. Followed it right in. Uh, parked the car. Uh, and, and we're walking. Our our car was probably not. 20 yards from there's a there's a picture of a of a, of a minivan that some they set up for cameras on it that got hit by a piece of rock oh, we were parked right there uh, ahead of time yeah uh, you know we weren't that day we, this was the night before so we looked around the rocket is absolutely the the the, the heavy lift rocket is starship with the starship is unbelievably big it, it, it's taller than a saturn V rocket uh and 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 you, you you can look around take pictures uh they uh the uh, the launch the next day you, the best place to watch it is about five miles away over in South Padre Island along the channel there and uh, and and you see uh, you know you get there you you walk down the beach and you're sitting uh, at you know on the thing and all of a sudden you know, you do the countdown and, and and there's a flash of light and you can see it take off it, and then this big smoke cloud comes up and it starts moving a little bit and all of a sudden you get hit by this wall of sound it's un the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. And, and, and it's just this massive roar because it takes 20, 25 seconds to get there. And if we weren't rules, look, this thing could, this was an experimental launch. I mean, it was very, it, it, if this thing would have blown up, it wouldn't have surprised anybody at Tesla. This was the first one with these engines this big. And it, 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 it's, it's, I think the second iteration of the engines. Uh, it, it typically they go through about five iterations to get it, where they really want to be so so it could have blown up and we're like hey we've got to put our ear if you see a flash you better duck down and put your fingers in your ears and but it took off and it, it, it starts going up and it was like being in a science fiction movie it was one of the most amazing things ever said it i mean i and I, I don't really want to bring up what I'm doing with y'all on the radio, but but I really I'm doing this because I think if you're in Texas, if you ever get a, a chance to see a, a Starship launch, it is absolutely amazing. It's five and a half hours down there from Houston, and it I took some pictures. and I just shut the camera down, and I was I was like I just have to see this and watch this. It it, 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 it you see that giant the, the, the flames are longer than the ship than the Starship is tall. And, and, and it's just this massive roaring, and it, it, you can just feel it. It, it, it. It's just like unbelievable, and then it just keeps going up. And you, you can see as it goes up, you can still hear the roar. People, a couple things, just give you a couple thoughts. Uh, and, and again, I mean, you, this should be on everybody's bucket list to see something like this. Uh, and, and a couple of people saying, Ted, did you see the explosion? We weren't, they, they were, I think they were planning on blowing up the ship or, or, or something, at, at least the heavy booster. So we didn't, have, we heard like a little rumble, but it was, by then it was probably, you know, 50, 60 miles away. You could still hear the, you're kind of, it wasn't very much at all. Uh, uh, a couple of things. Uh, the, the problem was some of the the engines didn't light. That they that they were planning on a certain number of engines not working, and it could still go up because it was a test. Uh, 
you, and you could see the engines. You could hear some of them misfired as you were going up. So it's really clear. It's like, wow, what's the thing going to do? And you could see the, see it. And uh, you could see some of them uh, where it looks like the, the oxygen wasn't coming out enough to totally burn the fuel. And so you were getting some more of an orange flame than a blue flame. But but then what, what happened is is it didn't – I don't know if one of the engines started misfire or, or, or was pushing out a different way and started – uh, the, uh, the turning turning the ship so it it didn't detach. They don't. I don't think they use explosive bolts on the detachment. So at two minutes and forty seven seconds, it was supposed to detach in the starship, which is a, it's huge. It's not like a little Apollo capsule, but it's a big ship at the top. Disconnects and then and then after after about ten more seconds, uh, it disconnects. Uh, the engine stop at 47, and like four seconds later, the, 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 it, it's supposed to disconnect. It kind of twists is what I think they have it. And then a couple seconds after that, the, you know, five seconds after that, I think, is the engine go, the engines kick in, but it didn't, it didn't detach. So that was the big problem with, with it. But, but uh, they, they felt it would be a success just to get it off to test the heavy boosters. Now, the big story was, it, it, and you had to read all these snarky stories for people like Bloomberg and stuff who hate Elon Musk because you know he's he, he's he bought Twitter and, and 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 wants freedom and 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 morality in the world and they can't stand it. Uh, so you know these things. Oh, the the, the spaceship blew up massive hill. No, it wasn't. This is what they had to do to test this thing out. Three billion dollar rocket in flames. If you go look, there's, they have these gigantic hangars. They have three or four more heavy boosters already there, you know, pretty much just about done. Uh, they have, I think, four or five more starships also in another gigantic hangar built as well. Now, these are different iterations. So, so the next one, like the steering system on the heavy booth lister, heavy, heavy booth lister, uh, I'm in trouble with that word, uh, is hydraulic in this case. The new ones are going to be more electromechanical. And so they have to, they're going to probably go through about five iterations of this thing to get it right. So, so they've got one of them after another, and they're going to build another, I think, four or five additional heavy, heavy lift boosters this year and starships as well. So these are going to start going about one off every couple months. And again, what you're looking for is you want this thing to be right 100%. You know, but but you've got to go through these things. So they send these empty ones up, these test ones up, and they've got the all all types of 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 of, of uh, monitoring systems throughout the whole ship, uh, so, so they can get this right. But so this was Tesla views this. I mean, with the, I think that the, the, it was not a success. It, it didn't it didn't separate. They'll work on that. Uh, but but I don't know if it was the torque uh, from from the sh- from the starship shifting when it started turning or what that did it. But but it was most people down there felt it was a massive success. We saw some of the Tesla uh, the uh, SpaceX people that night. They seemed pretty happy with things, uh, and 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 people were were pretty thrilled. I mean, it was an absolutely thrilling launch. Uh, and you can go down there even if there's not a launch. You can go drive by and see the launch pad. You can. <clears throat> They have something called the SpaceX Garden where you can see the ships. You know, you uh, they, they have some of them set up outside. Uh, it, it, it's really tremendously gross. This uh, Elon Musk, and the reason why I bring this up is two reasons. I want you to understand, if you live in Texas, you've got to go see this. And number two is Elon Musk is changing the world. 
So while the rest of these clowns are, you know, riding in Chicago and, you know, in, in, in opening the, the borders up and, and generally destroying the country any way they can, uh, Elon Musk, is he wants to build a hundred starships, a hundred of these things out there that he sends up. He's going to send people up to the moon in them. Uh, he wants to send people to Mars. I mean, that it's it, and, and keep in mind. These big boosters are supposed to be reusable. The starships are supposed to be, they're going to come back and land eventually. So when you're talking 100, that doesn't mean 100 launches. That means he can go back and forth into space using this type of thing. Uh, it, it, it was really fascinating. Uh, the other thing is the uh, the launch pad. They had some problems with the launch pad. Uh, the uh I don't know. I don't know if the, uh, possibly because enough engines didn't bite. It was a slower move up, and, and it was on the pad longer. But it tore the pad up uh, a little bit. They're going to have to rebuild that. They don't have a deluge. They're going to build the deluge systems, which is a huge tank of water that floods the pad to kind of prevent some of this stuff. And 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 so it'll be interesting to see how that that goes with that. But but Elon Musk is fundamentally changing the world. Elon Musk, who who now the liberal establishment can't stand and writes all these negative article. Elon Musk is a single person that moved forward the electric car agenda out there. And he, and he is lapping the other people. He, he waited. He sat back, kept his pricing high. And then GM and Ford and Volkswagen and the rest of them said, we're bringing all these electric cars. We're going to sit there and, you know, wipe out Tesla coming up real quickly. Te you know, Elon Musk is very patient. He waits for them to start coming out with the cars. They announce their price, and then he cuts the price of his cars. And then he kept it high. So the Democrats passed all these ta these these bills. But it, it, and so what they did is is so you get like a seven thousand uh, dollar uh, credit, but the car can't be too expensive. So Elon keeps his price artificially high, and so the so the Democrats see that and they go, "We're going to stick it to Tesla." So we're going to put the put the put the uh, uh, tax credit uh, maximum cap underneath where Tesla is, so we're going to screw Tesla. Well, Tesla just already, that was the plan the whole time. Tesla just dropped the price down and basically stuck it to them all, and, and Tesla's lapping everyone. So Elon's doing it in electric cars. He's doing, uh, he's doing it with Twitter. He's, he's now, you know, democratizing Twitter. He, he, you know, we're now seeing that, that, that the government was manipulating elections through Twitter. He said, none of that is going to be a fair thing out there. It is going, we're going to have democracy and freedom on Twitter. And then now he's doing it with SpaceX. And, and, and he is changing the world. And, 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 and you can see all these people, they, you know, these globalists and stuff, they're freaking out because nobody can be, no one can do anything great or lead the world unless you first clear it with Klaus Schwab or at the Global Economic Forum or something. But no, but this is what the United States, this is what Americans do. We change the world. Elon Musk is changing the world. If you get a chance, you should go down to Boca Chica. Uh, it's really absolutely incredible to watch that launch. Even if you don't get that chance, just go see their facilities. Uh, like I said, I mean, people don't realize he has a bunch of different rockets just waiting to go. It wasn't just one rocket. and It, was, it wasn't the biggest success, but it was successful overall as far as we're concerned over at SpaceX. You see, it's a great right here on the next updated show.
If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. You know, uh, we're just talking about the Elon Musk, how Elon Musk is changing the world and things are getting, po- there are things really happening out there. I mean, it, 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 uh, another interesting thing is, uh, and, and by the way, again, this is at Boca Chica. Okay, great. Hello, John. Welcome to the Max Up Savings Show. Uh, yes, good morning, Ted. How you doing, man? Good, good. Yourself? I am doing well, thanks. Hey, um, on your advice, uh, I got out of the market or about 80% out of the market um, two years ago, and I'm sitting on a pile of cash. Um, I bought uh, the oils and gases, and uh, they are doing well. But um, as I mentioned, uh, I'm sitting on a pile of cash, and uh, yesterday uh, I signed up for a 5.0% CD. Uh, It's a one-year, and it's um, it's laddered uh, three months, three months, three months, three months. Um, I was reading the journal, and they're saying they look for a little bit more upside on on CDs, but 
but uh, at around uh, 2024, they look for them to, to, to fall again. What do you see in your crystal ball? Well, wow, that's, that's a great question. Uh, and, and, and I'll tell you what, <clears throat> what I think is going to happen, I'm going to expand upon this in, in a few minutes as well. But what I'm seeing is, is if you look at, actually, let me kick this over to this right here. Uh, I'm looking at the treasury yield curve, and I was looking at this morning. The treasury yield curve right now goes out to six months at 5%. One year, it's down to 4.8. So if you can get 5% for one year, I think it's a pretty good thing. Two years is now down to 4.2. And I I think the rates are going to drop. The, 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 the danger comes in is if this inflation comes back over the next year or two and then takes off, I think if the economy starts slowing the Fed's going to panic and flood the system of money. That's going to be a dangerous place to be. So I would still, I think one year, one and a half year CDs are pretty good until we get an idea of what's happening. Because if rates do fall and, and we go into a real huge slowdown, look, if you, maybe you can't get those rates when you get out, but you'll be able to get phenomenal investments in the markets because the market will be down because of a big slowdown Vice, uh, versus if, if, if the economy still takes off, inflation goes up and the rates come back up, you can re, re-sign up at the higher rates. Sure, sure. Also, um, mm-hmm. um, um, if somebody wanted to uh, invest in, uh, in Elon Musk, um, which, which way would you go? I mean, yeah, hey, this guy, he, he is, uh, is lapping everybody else. Just oh, And also, supposedly... Yeah, the French uh, had given up their uh, uh, their launches and have turned them over to him. Yeah, no, he's it, it's pretty amazing. I think he's going to put some more facilities in maybe the Arab world or or, or some other places as well. That's a tough one. Uh, I, I think if 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 you get a further pullback in Tesla, that would be the play. Yeah, yeah. Because there's not uh, many ways to directly invest with him. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, uh, I'm enjoying the show, Ted, and, and hang in there, man. Okay, appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I think long-term, by the way, copper is a good copper. Some of the metals are good ways to play because all of this all of this electrification of cars and all types of stuff we're doing with metal, and there's not a lot of it. So I think we have another another caller coming in. Welcome uh, to the Max Stop Savings Show. Hi, Ted. Yes, uh huh. I've got, um, I guess it's a rhetorical question. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing, we all keep hearing how Social Security is running out of money and we're going to get Social Security cuts and everything in the future. But if you look at the government now, every time there's a problem with loans with banks, they just print money and solve the problem. Why can't they just print another trillion dollars and solve the Social Security problem? That's a good point because what's going to happen is it, with the bifurcation of the financial system because of the war with Russia, uh, the, the other, other countries are now starting to look to, to, to other currencies, in particular the yuan. So when they start printing money, the dollar is going to start falling, and they're going, they're, going to be, they're going to get a trap where the more they print, the more inflation is out there. And, and that's, that's going to be the real danger. So that's why I think you've got to protect yourself from inflation. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just I, I never understand why they always pick on the old retirees to worry and get fear in them when everything else they just print money and solve the problem. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I think they're going to try to do that, but more likely they're going to be pressured to quit printing the money. When they do that, they're probably yeah, it's going to cause problems in the long run for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, and what I think is going to happen is I think wealthier people are going to get their Social Securities cut or taxed heavily because it, 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 they have to cut about 20%, and I think that's what they're going to try to go after. Uh, but they're going to try, try uh, but, the, but it's going to be inflationary. But they're, somewhere in here, they're going to reach a point where the rest of the world is going, look, we're not going to fund this anymore. At that point in time, the rates started going up, and then they have to start making the tough cuts. Right. All right, thanks. Okay. And by the way, it's more likely going to be a cut in, in, in welfare programs security first, I think, be, because I, I think those, those it's, it's very hard to cut to, to cut on retirees because they don't have many alternatives. So there's something to think about. Uh, okay. Uh, on the other question, I think about the CDs. Uh, look, uh, I, I think that's a good point. 5% CDs are a great place to be. Look, there's something very unusual happening in the yield curve. At the present time, the, the, the spread in, in between the three-month and the one-month Treasury bills is about 1.78%, uh, which is – that's the highest in, in 25 or 30 years. Uh, I don't have the, the, record, the records going back further than that, but uh, – what 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 we're looking at is, is that so uh, so so what we're saying is is the that it's like why is that happening so I'm looking at the yield curve it, 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 the thirty month is just bear with me just a second the the, the one month is is three point four approximately the, the the two month is five percent yield the, the the three month is is five you know, 5.15, uh, 5.2 for, for four months, and then six months is about 5.07, I think. But then one year drops down to uh, to 4.8, and then the two year is is about 4.2. Well, and then it goes down to, 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 to 3.6 and 10 years. That's called an inverted yield curve. But what's very strange is, is the drop between the one year and the three months. This is a couple things I think are happening. Is I, I think people are worried about an economic slowdown, so they're shifting massive money to money funds. And the other thing that's happening is the problems in the regional banks are forcing, uh, forcing they're buying huge amount. They're saying, look, get my money out of Wells Fargo or whatever or their smaller banks. I'm putting it in money funds. I can get get a better return because a lot of these a lot of the banks were only paying about one point four. Uh, they were only paying point four point five percent. You can get four percent, four and a half percent in the money market. So, but but the thing to understand is is that let me see where did I, I put some note, notes in here is that that this is. This is very unusual to see that happen. And so this is telling us that people think that, 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 that something has come up. And the other thing that this is about is, is, is the, the debt. This is telling us that the debt uh, ceiling is, is going to be a big problem. Right now, the credit default swaps, as we said earlier in the show, are near record highs for the United States. And so people are concerned about a default with with a battle between Joe Biden. Remember, he's a senile old president. You know, he's nobody messes with Joe Biden, uh, and he's going to stick it to the Republicans. And if he has to default in the country, he'll do it. it they're telegraphing their son. Okay, so let me just finish this up. Real. So, so this is telling us there's problems coming up here for 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 that money fund to be be 1.78 percent lower th- than the uh, one month 
versus the two-month, that'll tell them there's a huge amount of money piled up very short-term that's very nervous. And so I think this is kind of a warning sign for the stock market, too, that something's going on. We've got the war in Russia. We have the we have the uh, the situation with the the, uh, the debt limit coming up, and we have a slowing economy in, in a weak earnings season, and we have very expensive stocks, particularly in the stable demand, the big tech, those type of things. So I think you want to be cautious. There's there's this 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 yield curve, which is very unusual, where the short very short term one month is much lower than than, than the two month. If that is telling you there's a problem, and then you've got an inverted yield curve after that. So I, I think we do want to be careful. It's very unusual. Uh, so the four-month, uh, six-month, and one-year CDs, if you can get close to 5%, are not a bad place to be for some of your money. We have, we're in treasuries for a lot of our clients in that area, and we're going to make an adjustment. We're looking to sell the, our BIL, which is, is, the, is the one to three-month, and maybe move out to a six-month. Thing. So we're looking at that on the, on the ETF for treasuries. Anyway, I think we have a call coming in. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, yes, Ted. Uh, I just wanted to follow up on your conversation on Social Security. I thought I heard a couple of weeks ago that uh, the president was actually, when asked, you know, what, what his thoughts were on fixing Social Security, I thought that he said something to the effect of raising taxes. I don't know if that means, you know, the Social Security taxes per se or what. Have you heard anything on that? Yeah, uh, what, what they want to do is they'd like to raise, there, there's a cap, I think, at 154, 160,000. They want to raise the cap so whatever your income is, you pay Social Security. I think that's eventually going to come down the pike somewhere, but probably wait until it becomes a bigger crisis where they really need to have some money to pay Social Security. But do you think just doing that would solve the uh, the the? I don't know how no. far that would extend it out. I I was kind of wondering whether they might just extend the the retirement age too. I mean, I, I, I think a combination it's going to have or something. It's going to have to be a combination of extending the retirement age, extending the the cap, raising the cap on on taxation so you can tax for Social Security, uh, also. Maybe cut back on benefits over a certain amount of money. If people have a certain amount of income, they, their, their benefits get cut back. It's going to be a combination of everything. And the other one that's not well understood is that they've been slipping in Social Security for diff, all types of different people under the retirement age, and that's going to have to be scaled back as well. It, it, and, and this was really supposed to be for retirees that really are retired and, right. and can't get, get anywhere else. So it's going to be a combination of all of those things, raising the age. It, 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 I, I think we'll, we'll get through it uh, because you can't let people starve. But but the, the bigger danger to me with inflation is, is with Social Security is going to be inflation. Do you think that the cut in benefits would be for people currently working, or do you think it would actually be current beneficiaries as well? Uh, it would only be current beneficiaries if their income is above a certain amount. Mm, I see. Okay. So, All right. yeah. Okay. It's going to be a tough... Uh, well, I find it interesting that over in France, they're rioting uh, when they raised the, the retirement age to, I think it was 64 from 62 or something. I thought that was... I mean, I, I just couldn't believe what was going on there. Yeah, people around the rest of the world protest a lot more than the United States for some reason, even China. I mean, I don't know what's going on in the United States. Thanks for the call. I'll tell you, I've got to wrap up the show. Uh, a couple things. Uh, look, the market is, is, 
has had a reasonably good run. Tech has gone way up in here. Uh, the economy appears to be slowing down. Rates are, you know, th- there seems to be real issues coming up. We've got the debt ceiling coming up. Uh, I think you've got to be careful again in these markets. Uh, I, I, I think you want to, you want to make sure, uh, I, I think it's going to be a better opportunity. We've had a lot of new money coming in. We're going very slowly and putting it to work because of this. I think the opportunities, as we said, uh, you know, I don't, we don't give investment advice, but it's real hard for me to say that, you know, a four or six month treasury yielding over five percent, you know, not to say that is a, a good deal for people, uh, you know, it, it. But there are opportunities in this market. But understand the world has changed. So if you need some help, uh, just go to our website, maxupsavings.com. We put out a free, completely free newsletter. We don't bother. We, it's a private list. It, we, it, we write a lot about these things in the newsletter. Uh, it, it, you can sign up for it at maxoutsavings.com. If, if, you, if you're coming up in retirement, your retirement, have an old 401k, we manage those. We manage retirement money using our value investing approach. It, we do an enormous amount of risk work on the economy, probably more so than anyone I know out there to kind of help you guide you through these very tough times. And so we'll show you how we do it at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're a Houston-based company. And uh, so I'll sit down with you and go over your financial situation, see how you're set for retirement. I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxUpSavings.com. Until then, remember our motto and philosophy, save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.